And thanks so much for being with us. Derek Hansen with you. This is Couch Potato Radio. And, well, in a normal situation, we like to do Friday Night Ice with uh, Travis Dunn. We're going to do a little NFL special tomorrow night during Couch Potato Radio here on the Mighty 719 and 104.7 KFGO. So, uh, yeah, there's a little thing called the Super Bowl this weekend. Even though he's dual citizenship, you can understand that, right, Travis? So we can, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I get the best of both worlds. I get the Grey Cup and I get the Super Bowl. That's true. So, hey, best of both worlds. I enjoy watching the Grey Cup. I, I enjoy watching Winnipeg Blue Bombers football. I, I, the, I think the Canadian football to the eye is somewhat appealing. You know, it's a little faster pace. If you like passing, it's good. And you, you don't have as much ball control type of people that, you know, like Mike Zimmer wants to play. Well, and as, as wonderful as these athletes are and as quick as they can run and as fast as they move on a small surface, you know, the NFL field is smaller. Uh, it gives them more opportunity to run into each other. Yeah. The, the football field in Winnipeg and all throughout the CFL is uh, a little longer and a lot wider, so more space to to show off those skills, and you know you don't get the violence perhaps as much, but you get the speed. And three downs, you got two downs to get ten yards. So hey, they chuck it as you've seen. When a great cup is won forty nine forty eight, you're on the edge of your seat compared to sometimes the Super Bowl can be a little bit boring. Uh, defensive battle, people want to see offense, and so CFL gives you that. They give offense. Yeah, that Patriots Rams won a couple of years ago. Remember how bored people were with that? No, I don't think it was scoreless at halftime, and. And just, yeah, uh, now it, people don't dig that whatsoever. No, not at all. Not at all. They want to see offense, and so you're right. It's, uh, it's a fun game, you know, a little misunderstood in a lot of ways. A lot of movement, as you know, when you've watched the game, it's like, okay, well, this, everybody's running. Uh, you know, and it's, yep. uh, even before the snap, everybody's moving. So it's a little bit different, but, uh, you know, obviously it's been a pretty good training, training ground for some good ball players like uh, Doug Flutie, like uh, Warren Moon. There's been some good ones come out of the CFL, haven't there? Yeah, and there's no question about that. You know, speaking of those low-scoring games, what's your take as a, you know, longtime hockey player, and then a, a, you know, you coached a little bit in the at the high school level, and you know, you certainly have been analyzing it for a long time. You know, for people that don't know, in case they are not familiar with Travis Dunn, he was part of the 1980 national championship team for North Dakota. But I think for me, hockey is much like uh, baseball, where I don't like baseball games that are seven to five same thing with hockey right but one nothing yeah. can be a little boring too right i mean you have a three two four to one at the most you know two one if there's a lot of shots on goal are you with me on that or what's your take what what kind of hockey game do you like it depends on you know you could have a, a, a tremendously uh entertaining game if both goaltenders are standing on their heads and making acrobatic saves and there's a lot of action it could be one nothing and it's like, how did it, be, how did it end up being one nothing? Um, you know, it depends on the game itself. If, it's a, if it is a defensive battle, uh, that, that's not very much fun to watch. Back in the old days when, you know, they did that nice uh, setup at center ice so they didn't let anybody into the zone or, you know, the, uh, the way they forechecked stopped anybody from getting out of their zone, that wasn't very much fun to watch. So good offense, but with great goaltending can be a great, a very entertaining game. Um, so, again, it just depends on, you know, you know what teams are doing. If it's a team that doesn't have much offense, well, they're not much fun to watch. But if they're bad defensively and lose eight nothing, that's no fun to watch either. So it has to be kind of a fine line between you know good offense and good defense and tremendous goaltending. Yeah, I mean, if it's like your team, if you, if you have an interest, then you want to win ten to one, right? I mean, that's the same right. way in football. Oh, yeah. But but just for me, like I really don't care who wins on Sunday in football, and and you know many college football games, I don't care. 
I just want good. So we, I'm looking for the style more than anything else. So it's, right, and and you're right. You you equate that to to that. We could talk wrestling, and I wouldn't understand it, but you do it much better than I do. But you know, again, uh, basketball or football. You know, again, it depends how well versed you are in the game and what you're looking for. In my case, I understand the game, um, and that's you know, you go back to when Fox had the, the red line on the puck, so people could watch the puck. Well, I don't watch the puck. I know where the puck's going by how by everybody, how, how how everybody is reacting sure. and moving on the ice. Where someone who's new to, newer to the game thinks that they have to focus on the puck. And if you do that, forget it. You're going to make your head. You're going to be dizzy the entire game. Um, so again, just depends on your education level. You, you you're a big wrestling guy. I never grew up with it. I, I don't understand it. To me, it's uh, it's okay. I, I'm you know it, to me it's foreign, but to you you're looking for very different things that I look for. So it yeah. depends on your, your knowledge of the game and the sport that you're, that you're taking in. I, I, well, I'll admit it can be boring sometimes, but you're right. For the people who really appreciate a guy being able to, you know, keep a guy down for two minutes when you can't clasp. <laughs> it's, it's, it, right. There is a right. science to it. There, there, that's for sure. Travis Dunn with us again, host of Around the Rink on 740 The Fan. We'll preview his show coming up at uh, 9 o'clock on Saturday in just a bit. Boy, for me, you know, I, as you know, I'm a Western Minnesota kid, so I don't dislike the Gophers the way you do. So I, at least I got that going. But UND, <laughs> and I do like UND too. I'm one of those rare people that don't dis. I'm kind of like that, you know, that Viking fan around here doesn't hate the Packers because before the Vikings, you know, they're old enough to remember the Packers were their team. Does that make sense? And that's kind of where I'm yep. at with the Gophers and UND hockey. Uh-huh. But no UND hockey, and I just love listening to Tim Hennessy, and then no hockey this week and then no wild until at least Thursday. So this is a bummer weekend for me. Oh, well, Hey, you do have some golf. You can watch on TV, you know, the Phoenix open. Yeah. That's, uh, that's you know, torture <laughs> watching golf this time of year. Okay. Well, see, I like to see back again to the games we play, right? You like wrestling. I know. I don't oh, know I love golf. I, I love watching <laughs> golf, but watching golf before the masters is torture for me as someone who hates winter. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, there's that. It is torture for me too, but I still love, I still enjoy watching just seeing green grass and people walking around right. in, in short sleeves, which we will be before too long, Derek. You know, it, it happens every year. Right about now, we're very impatient, but every year we look back in about May and June, and go, "Wow, that winter wasn't so bad after all." Mm-hmm. So when we're out on the lake, as, as you and I will be here soon, but um, you know, it, you're right. The, the wild off because due to COVID. You know, what did someone get a haircut? I don't know. Obviously, that's a reference to this, the Super Bowl oh, geez, issue with yeah. the haircut, you know, and and the COVID circumstance there. UND being off this weekend, but uh, hey, that's the, the beneficiary. And my result is the fact that I get to have Reese Gaber join me on Saturday morning because he has the Saturday off. They have the, they're not practicing on Saturday. Brad gave him the weekend off, so Reese Gaber gets to be my guest, and I get to introduce to you. A young man that I've been talking about ad nauseum, probably to a lot of people, but this young man is a freshman, uh, one of the top scorers in the country, very dynamic addition to this hockey team. And and because of that weekend off, and I know we'd like to watch some other things, but in this case, I get to have the, the opportunity to share Reese Gaber with you, and you can get to know him a little bit. He's, he's quite, the, quite the gentleman. Yeah, he's really a lot of fun. I think uh, Tim was talking to him the other night, and, and you know, just a really young, well-spoken guy. It reminds me a little bit of uh, when this team had, you know, Jost and Besser and those guys in the same type of team, right? I mean, you right. you get Pinto and this kid coming up, and these guys are real, relatively pretty young guys that are helping this team be as good as they are right now. 
Well, exactly. You know, you talk about how Pinto makes other players look good. In this case, he makes Pinto that much better as well because he's, you know, getting to the front of the net, getting those assists, scoring goals in the dirty areas, as they call it, and doing things. He's very much a Rocco Grimaldi type in the physical stature, but he goes to the front of the net where Rocco did not go to the front of the net. And anybody who knows the game of hockey, when you go in front of the net, that's one of the more dangerous places you can go, especially if you're five foot eight, five foot nine. As, as he is, and uh, he's, he's traveling in an area where you've got some big trees back there that uh, can do some pretty good physical play, and he's going to that area, being very successful and helping this hockey team as well. So, yeah, well-spoken. When you say young man, that's the, the interesting part of it. You know, this young guy started playing junior hockey when he was 15 years of age. You know, played in Steinbeck for the Steinbeck Pistons, uh, played for the Dauphin Kings, and then two years in Dubuque was the best player in the USHL last year. So he actually just turned 21 years of age. So as a freshman, he's a 21-year-old. So that's the more well-spoken. He's, he's traveled a little bit. He's um, had a lot of life experience that the average tw- uh, you know, 18, 19-year-old wouldn't have had to this point. So thus, uh, his uh, ability to be in front of a camera and a microphone, he's very well-versed and uh, very eloquent in his, in his speak. Yeah, that is for sure. Well, that should be fun. What else do you have uh, rocking for Saturday morning? Well, our good friend Scott Taylor is going to join us with with him. I, mean, I almost called him Rocco for a second there with Reese because uh, they all the Manitoba connection. So Scott will be on with me, and he'll be on for another segment after after uh, Reese leaves us, and then we'll have our uh, North Dakota high school update, and then our hockey, uh, pardon me, Fargo hockey update, and then uh, Chris Howe, the coach of the Concordia Cobbers. Well, they have a season, believe it or not. And we talk about seasons being a long grind. Well, this is not going to be a long grind. It's seven games to be completed by the end of February. And the Mayak champion will come out of those seven games. And so it's going to be an interesting sprint to the finish. Uh, They play their first game on Saturday. He'll be talking to us on a bus as they head down towards Minneapolis. And he'll kind of talk a little bit about the logistics behind it, how they prepared for the season, uh, and talk about the sprint that will be the Mayak this year. Very different. They play each team one time. So they feel they really have the opportunity to win the MIAC this year. And uh, the team has uh, been on the right trajectory the last couple of years. So he will fill us in uh, from the bus on the way to Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I guess it's it's one of those cases of better than nothing, right? I mean, you get to play some games because I think you would agree. I, I don't know how tough Geno's practices were, but you'd much rather play games than practice, right? You know, and especially this time in, quote, in a normal year, right about now, it's hard. You've been doing this since September. Uh, you know, the team does dry land training and all those things for a long time before they hit the ice. Uh, then they hit the ice and they play and play and they get Christmas off. They get a bye week maybe here or there. And then in both the first week in February, it becomes quite a grind. Um, so this year being very different, the grind part is probably not there as much. Uh, it was a grind in the pot, of course, for UND when, you know, they were in Omaha. Um, playing every two or three days and over the course of 30 days. But, uh, you know, that's that's just it. You know, it's, uh, it's a different time, different world. And, and this sprint, uh, I can only imagine the pace of these games in the MIAC, uh, seven games and uh, with an opportunity. to. And every team in the MIAC knows they can beat each other. So a team gets hot, uh, gets out of the gate quickly. They really have a chance to do something special. And uh, Chris is really hoping that's exactly what happens. Very good. Travis, thanks so much. Uh, stay warm if you can, and we'll dream on being on those boats on Lake Lizzie very soon. So, Oh, it's only a few days away, my friend. Only a few days away. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Talk to you soon. All right.
You bet. You bet. Travis Dunn with us. Again, he is the host of Around the Rink on our sister station, 740 The Fans, Saturday mornings at 9. We do Friday night ice when we can. It's kind of a disconjointed uh, type of situation this year with uh, the schedule moving around as much as it has with UND hockey, but we like to do it before we head to UND hockey games. Of course, there's no UND hockey this weekend. They get the weekend off. They're back at it again next weekend. So, uh, But he's also a former UND national champion. It's always fun talking hockey with Travis Dunn. Derek Hansen with you. This is Couch Potato Radio. I love wrestling, as he mentioned, as Travis mentioned, and big triangular coming up this Sunday starting at 11 o'clock up at the Shield Center. And uh, looking forward to this one, Iowa State, South Dakota State taking place. We'll preview that coming up in just a bit after an NFL Network Now update. I'll get a weather check for you, a chilly weather check, and a CBS News update on the way here on the mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Hi, I'm Mike Ham with NFL Network Now on the West.